Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Boston Podcast. It is the podcast where we tell the stories of our city through the voices of our city. My name is Dave, and guess what? It's Thursday, kids, so it's time for a spirited discussion with Dave and Dee, the show where we introduce you to cocktails and matters of interest and issues of debate. And we might get a little tipsy on the podcast. So, you know, if you're, uh, please podcast responsibly out there, people, if you're following along and making your drink along with us. But, Dee, how are you feeling? I am, well, this is podcast number three. So this right. is drink number three. Um, as we mentioned before, we do record them three at a time. Right. So I'm a little tipsy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm not drunk, but I'm a little tipsy. You could have fooled the the uh, the listening audience, I think. You sound you sound perfectly fine. Well, uh, we haven't started discussing. <laughs> right. The the discussions may go off on some strange detours today. Right. But I'll tell you what, we've got uh, a great guest bartender today who will provide us with his cocktail of choice. I will make it and uh, as best I can. And then he will provide us with a topic of discussion. That's the way this fun game. Boy, is that fun, D? Isn't this fun? This is a lot more fun on the third one. I'm <laughs> yes. not going to lie. It gets funner. Every, so is that a word? Funner? It's, it's pronounced funerer. It's from, it's from the Dutch. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. But um, we have on the line our guest bartender, Billy Cox, is nice enough to join us, Billy. <laughs> oh, what an applause. I haven't heard an applause like that in, in two months. That's, that's studio, studio audience, as far as you know. Remember, <laughs> remember when there used to be studio audiences? Remember when there used to be audiences of any kind? Right. I do. I, I mean, I remember audiences as well. I miss them. <laughs> I can't wait to see them again. I can't wait to make people laugh uh, in person again. So yeah, so tell us what the what the uh, the day job is when you're not calling into silly podcasts like this one. The day so I am a full time bartender, uh, and I also I'm a cast member at the Improv Asylum. So I perform there nice. uh, the shows on the main stage cast on the weekends, and um, you know actually anywhere that lets me perform, I'll perform. So so you make shit up. Yeah, improv. Yes, right. we'll do we do a we do a sketch and improv uh, review. So it's about sixty percent improv, which is just we get a word a situation, we make shit up. And then the other forty percent, we do like uh, like written written and prepared sketches. That sounds a little bit like Dave's life. Yeah, kind of. Well, you know what? Podcasting. I'm obsessed with improv, even though I've never taken an improv class in my life. But I know life, man. Yeah, everybody should take one. I, where should I take an? Can you actually recommend a place where I should take at Improv it? Boston? You right? Can, it, it, no, it, uh, Improv Asylum. Impro- oh right. So you guys Which do classes? Supposed- yeah, we do. We do six levels of classes. Um, we offer, I mean, you know, when, when we're not quarantined, but there's a class right. that usually starts every single week. And then you get that, you get, when you do a class, you get free access to, uh, to all the shows. So you can see as much improv as you want and you're learning improv. Uh, it was the best. I remember when I first started taking classes, it was my favorite night of the week, like instantly. 
So this is a quarantine promise, and you hold me to this day. Not I only am I, do, am I going to go yeah. see Billy perform, yeah, um, yes. but I'm going to take I'm going to take a class, and then if it's and I'm going to watch him take that class, and then if I suck, I, he can just pour me drinks afterwards, right. and we can all commiserate. But, uh, but pot- that's the best thing about improv, and we all suck at improv, so it's you. <laughs> you just you get it. Improv's terrible. Yes, you love it. Yes, and I suck too. Right. Yes, yes, and yeah. oh, hey. check out the books. Yeah, yeah I, I know a couple of tricks of the trade. It it, it actually, uh, and I think you'll agree, Billy. Improv is is actually a skill you can use a, a, almost every day of your life. For for podcasters, I I recommend learning at least the basics of improv. And I was joking about the yes and thing. Billy knows this very well. The principle in improv is if someone goes up and says there's been an explosion at the banana factory oh my god i'm covered with bananas if you're the next into the scene you got to go along with that crazy thing that the person just went you, you don't go yeah, oh yeah you you better walk on stage and pull a banana peel off your head right say, exactly you, right yeah yeah and say thank god i have some hot fudge so we can make a banana split yeah. or something which that isn't funny but you, you, no, you, it's, <laughs> it's, yes and it's, it's the exact principle and it's really uh something that's great not to get in a soapbox about it but uh, improv really teaches you that there's no such thing as a mistake. There's, I mean, there's certainly mistakes, but if you kind of let go of that feeling of vulnerability and embarrassment and you take whatever comes your way and say, you know what, this happened. So now, yes, and something else is going to happen. I'm going to take this further. I'm going to, I'm going to create something with this. It's, it, it brings so much positivity to your life. I love it. Uh, I yeah. feel like Just Dave could use up. this for his dating life. Yes. I, I'm, it, I'm feeling there like are lots of things. it would be really applicable to the problem, Billy, is she says this every episode. I feel like this too could help you in your dating life well, because so this is sneaky. It's a sneaky dating podcast. That's what I'm getting. Right, it's really right. <laughs> Nothing to do with drinks. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. the but what you're saying about the you know the the improv thing is it's indeed you and I were talking this before. It's listening. Most people don't listen. They no. don't. And lis- listening can be a superpower if if you really employ it. Because you you listen to people, whether you're like me, like podcasting, doing an interview, or you're in a job interview, or you're just having a conversation with somebody, they will reveal little things in there. And in improv comedy, you listen to exactly what the last person says, and you're going to be funnier. Am I am I too far off there, Billy? Or? No, no, I think, no, you I think really you're right on it. Yeah. yeah it's, if the whole room is listening... Um, I always like to say like a good improv show is when you're basically writing like an inside joke the whole time so that after an hour and a half of everybody collectively listening to what's happening, what we're creating in that room, an, an hour and a half later when you say, you know, you walk on stage and say, I found another banana peel yeah. in my head. Everyone goes, oh my, like that's from the thing, that's from the explosion <laughs> factory. It's, yes. oh my, we, we created that. And like that's, it's, it's, that's the reward for listening and agreeing, you know? You're right. It is like a magic trick. Like, how did how did he know? He remembered the thing from the first thing. I was here too. Like, you think yeah. it, you feel special to be part of it. I saw, and we'll close the loop on this because we do want to make a drink here. But, but yeah. I saw um, the live performance by Brad Sherwood and Colin Mockery. They the two of the players from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Um, full, uh, you know these guys, or you know what I'm was talking it, about? Was this recent? Uh, probably two years ago at the okay. Wang. I took I, I took my kids and. Can I tell you, like, you think you watch that show and those guys are the the top of the trade. Uh, Wayne, oh, yeah. Wayne Brady is another one and and Ryan Stiles. And I love them all. I always thought the TV show was like the best of what they did and that they probably scrapped a couple of skits that didn't go that well because they literally do make everything up. These guys did six, like probably 15 to 20 minute bits or whatever it was. 
everyone nailed each one of them nailed i mean it was it, it is like watching a magic show well, it's also understanding the frameworks of what people find funny and what you think you want to listen to and really hearing what the people are giving you. So the audience is giving you a hint about what they would like to see. Exactly. And you get the, the joy of that and then you get to take that and yeah, the, with it. Yeah, you do the callback to the yeah. woman named Pam in the right. third row who mentioned that she has an Iris Terrier and everybody laughs. It's like, oh my God, yes, she does. Because I heard that earlier. And everybody right. loves Pam. I think it comes back to us feeling connected too. I mean, we feel so disconnected that we love any moment where we can connect with other humans. Yeah. God, we oh. could use that now. Ugh, boy. I know. That's, that's why we're all missing it so much, but know. you know. And why we're drinking. So oh, speaking so, of drinking. Yeah, we're going to do the drink. But before I forget, Billy, where can people go online to plan for when they can return to the, the improv asylum and see you and your gang? The Improv Asylum, uh, we have a website, Improv Asylum. They're on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I got a kind of a funny handle. It's not my name. My name is uh, Son of Fuzzy. So any show that I do, I promote on there. But uh, we're at uh, 216 Hanover Street in the North End. This show is seven nights a week. There's always classes. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the classes. And then the show is my favorite thing to do in the world. I miss it. And I can't wait to do more shows for whoever shows up. (laughs) I can't wait to see you. Son of Fuzzy, uh, also a great name for a comic comic strip about a uh, teddy bear who's a serial killer at night. I mean, (laughs) think about that. How did you know I like true crime? (laughs) (laughs) Because we're on a podcast. You have to like true crime. Okay. um, Okay. D D is going to talk you through this. Um, Don't worry. This won't hurt a bit, but D is going to try to instruct me after listening to you make the drink. Damn, this is complicated. Well, keep in mind, this is drink number three podcast. So I'm going to do my best. But you know what? I'll be able to to hear. Okay. I'll be able to hear Billy, but... um, you know, so All right. So, Billy, think. let's start with the name of the drink that you are honoring us with today. What are we going to be drinking? I'm going to have you, uh, D and Dave, make the three, two, one. The which three, is two, I, one. The three, two, one is what I call it, uh, or, or is what it was taught to me, but I call it uh, the Uncle Jack because it's a drink that my Uncle Jack taught me. So, oh, so does super- Uncle Jack drink a lot? Uncle Jack knows how to make a drink. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, me, and, me and him have, uh, we've spilled a bottle of whiskey before and uh, <laughs> woke I up see. the next <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so tell us, what are the ingredients for this? So this, uh, it's, I love this drink because it's super simple. Okay. It, Simple's it, good on the third podcast. So exactly. yeah. Exactly. And you can't, you can't, it's, it's so easy to make because the directions are actually in the name. Okay. So three, two, one stands for three parts, two parts, one part. Oh, good. All right. So you got that, Dave, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Because, you so know, he's a little yeah. drunk right now. He doesn't want to tell you that, but he is. All right. So what's the three? So the three is going to be three parts tequila. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I I had to do it. I, okay. So listen. Now, I never drink tequila. Now, this is the second podcast in a row where somebody has chosen to drink with tequila. So, uh, yeah, Dave thinks it's funny because he knows that I hate tequila. But I I did enjoy the last drink, so maybe. All right, so three parts tequila. Three parts tequila. Okay. Whether you like it or not, we got it. All right, whether you like it or not. Okay. Then we'll do two parts. And what do you do? Do you have Cointreau? Do you have triple sec? We have Cointreau. If so Cointreau is perfect. And uh, for anybody who maybe is at home and doesn't have Cointreau, as long as it's an orange flavored uh, liqueur or liquor. So okay. Cointreau or triple sec are the same thing. Grand Marnier is a bit stronger. It's an orange flavored cognac. You can use Ooh. that. All right. But that's proof. It's a little higher. Okay. Uh, good Cointreau thing we don't have that. I'm just going to say that's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right so we're good with that. So what's the last part? 
and the last part is going to be one part fresh lime juice. One part fresh lime juice. Whether you got, I mean, if it's, you know, you got roses, you could use that. I'd prefer to do fresh lime. So you think we're going to be squeezing limes right now? Billy, is that what you think? Because <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to burst your you bubble right there. He's pouring lime juice out of a bottle, but we hey, will acknowledge on, that you should use, knows. yeah, as far as everybody knows, we're squeezing limes yeah, like yeah, crazy is, over here. This is a podcast. We can, we'll add right. some sound Okay, I take it back. Right we're now. squeezing limes. So, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Too- so we mix it and do we serve it over ice or do we just mix it with ice and then pour it out like a martini? How do we present? Uh, the way I always do it, you're going to have those cocktail ingredients in there. You're going to add ice, mm-hmm. right? Cap it, put it into a shaker, shake the hell out of it. Okay, shake the hell out of it, Dave. You shaking? All right, he's shaking. I want that tennis elbow to flare up, all right? I want yeah. you to really shake it. <laughs> He's working it. He's. Right. I think yeah. he's sweating. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, it's shaking. Okay. And, it's then, shaking. Uh, and you could strain over fresh ice. You could. I just pour that ice right in the glass, and then you might want to add more ice into it. Okay, so it uh, is served is with ice. Okay. If you wanted to do a salt rim, you could do a salt rim. Too late for a salt rim because yeah. he's already poured. Yeah. You know what I like? Yeah. It's running all right. down. It's. It looks. It's clear. I'm. I'm. Yes. It's the interesting. Indeed. It looks like water. I could pretend. And I will okay. ask, so what, uh, you, you have a little bit of a, you don't love tequila. So is, I, as I explained smoking? in the last um, podcast, I think it tastes like nose throw up, like when you throw up and get stuck in your nose. <laughs> so I don't want to go over that too much because I, I did that in the last one. But basically, it. I think there was a time it might have actually come up through my nose. And that's why I feel that way. So every episode with the nose, it's always with the no, nose. I told you we weren't going to get into it because yeah. we already talked about right. it. But if people are going to keep saying on. tequila, all right. So we have the, the drinks. We do. And they look lovely. It looks very crisp and Wait, sophisticated. Wait, is it the three, two, one? It's the three, two, one. Three, two, one. It's a great name for a drink. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So cheers. Cheers. Billy, we wish you were with us. Yeah, we do. Oh, all right. Okay. What are you drinking? I've actually got a nice, got a uh, I got a Modelo. Okay, so that's lame. You should be drinking with us. But anyway, okay, well, here I we guess, go. He's got the fucked up behind me. Okay. <laughs> At least he's getting. Is Modelo a Mexican beer? Modelo is Mexican. Yeah. Modelo Cin- especial. Oh, oh. Cinco de Mayo. So. Cinco yeah. de Mayo. I figured. All right. Uh, D has been physically <laughs> affected by this drink immediately. So I can taste so got- the tequila for sure. It's not as bad as I thought, but I can definitely taste the tequila. I like yeah, this. I like this drink, Billy. Mm. I you do. like Dave? You love the drink? And yeah. Look, yeah. See, I'm, I'm looking. I can see it on the uh, on Zoom here, and it's just it's the perfect color. Yep. Um, it's a real. The, the reason I like this drink is it's perfect for any occasion. You could sit there and make it if you have a buddy over, and it's cocktail hour. You do that. If you're having dinner, it's a it's close to a margarita. You have it then. If it's a nightcap and you want to have it at one a.m. It's a it's like a wham bam thank you ma'am just in and out drink. Oh, your kind of drink. Dude. <laughs> Um, it burns a little going down. I'm just going to say. That's uh, the three tequila. Yeah. That's the, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not the one, two, three. It's the three, two, one for yeah. a reason. So we can't you're like gonna, switch it and do three for the con- quant. No, it'll ruin everything. Stop it. Right. No, you don't want to. Okay, silly, it's delicious. You don't want to. fantastic. I guess you could do the deuce, deuce one. You could, we could maybe make up a fun name with that, but I, the three, two, one just rolls off the tongue. The, to me, it's great because to keep, if you go to get a margarita at most restaurants now there are places in town you can go to get a fantastic margarita and just dig it but if you if you're going to like the average mexican restaurant there's going to be like a shitload of sugar in there and and flavoring and everything this one is closer to like a man's drink like i'm i'm i happen to be oh and there it is there it is right there it is you think it's a man's (laughs) drink okay 
No, well, it, well, it is very much. It's people are not going to like uh, a margarita because that sour mix can like burn your esophagus. It could take a whole layer off because it's so much sugar and juice. This one, it's just it's just a bare bones. I like to call it a zip gun margarita. It's yeah, just right. Crude, it's simple ingredients. You're in and out. Well, it's making Dave feel manly, so it's working. Well, it's a man's drink. Mm-hmm. Uncle Jack's a man's Someone's man. Someone's got to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. feeling a little manly myself <laughs> as I do. No, I'm so. no, I'm saying is it, it it's it's. Yeah, like you you said it, Jack. Strip down margarita, like a, a the, what you like about a, a margarita, without worrying that you know some server at TJ TJ Fridays poured a whole shitload of sugar in there and melon whatever flavoring in there. Well, yeah, when they they want to give you that big glass and they want to fill it like a sixteen ounce glass, they're not right. giving you ten ounces of tequila. They're giving you all sugar and you know right. sugar and fructose. I will say it was fun back in the day when I was a young person. Did did you used to? Did, I'm looking at D now, not, not not you, Bill. You have most of your life ahead of you. God bless you. Um, but but uh, the what was the Mexican place? El on, no, I went there. But on on Boylston Street, um, the Cactus Club. Did oh, you go to the Cactus I Club? did go to the Cactus, cactus Club. To the Cactus Club. Yeah. Really? So yeah. the, So that was um, in. You know, you go through a period in your 20s where any drink that's brightly colored is like, oh, oh yeah. my God, that's fun. And if that's it's fun. big and, <laughs> yeah. and big, and big, big is important. Right. I it, thought you were saying El Torito because they had those gigantic margaritas. That okay. Came those huge, and they had Fair them in enough. every flavor. So yep. it, it was okay when you were just learning to drink. You could, uh, this might be yep. where my dislike of tequila began. Ooh, we're, <laughs> Suddenly it's tell, all coming back. Tell me more, D. I used Would to, you like to lie down on the couch over there, here? And actually. Tell me about so, your mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Lay down on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. But the, but the, yeah, they had the, the cactus. Uh, I don't know what they called those drinks, but it was like the Mexican version of the scorpion bowl. It was, and it was huge. And so you would, you would get like five or six friends around with straws and, and, you know, suck. And, um, right. Which is wait, not that's what we what do now. In the, yeah. That might not be coming back. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think, I, think, I think fish, I think fish bowl drinks are, uh, they, they might the way be out. Oh my God. That's right. That's right. That's the worst part of this pandemic that's been unmentioned so far. It's I don't think anybody's dealing with that. It's the Nobody's end of the. Sc- what are we going to do about the scorpion ball? It could die. You know what? I'm, I'm still going to do it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're going to have to make mini scorpion balls, and you all get your own straw. That won't be any fun. No. So it'd have to be, to be like a big exp- bowl with the glasses each in there. Oh and my god! Goes yeah. in just the glass. That's a business idea. Okay. Right, it's right. segregated. That is a million dollar idea. It is. You gotta light it on a fire somehow too. Right. We gotta get on Shark Tank. That's right. right. <laughs> we have, I'm gonna ride your coattails. Whenever that show uh, comes back right. with the rest okay. of it. All right. So uh Billy, this is a I give it a, a big thumbs up. Um but awesome. we, we do need to get to uh the question at hand. And that yes. is uh, of course as we do here on Spirited Discussions the guest bartender provides not only the drink, but the topic of discussion for D and I to fight to the death to. And um, so far we haven't, we've, we've been okay. I mean, there's been spirited discussions. We've wrestled. Slightly wrestled. Yes. Billy, what do you got for us today? Okay. So what I want you guys to go into, right, is going to be, this takes a little bit of uh, a couple factors being all lined up, right? But it's imagine that for the sake of argument, you open your mailbox one day and you get two invitations. It's for the same day. Later that year, and it's Uh-oh. going to be one is for a bachelor or a bachelorette party, and the other is for a wedding. So it's maybe it's a Saturday or Sunday, but for whatever reason, you can only choose one. They fall on the same day. They fall on the same day, so you got to choose. Yeah. They fall on the same day. You have yeah, to okay. choose one, 
it, it could be, I mean, you know, there's easy answers. If it's a college buddy, his bachelor party and like your sister's wedding, you know what you're probably going to pick or maybe not. Right. But I wonder what if it was two really good friends, but from different groups? Mm. What are the facts? So they're come- equally weighted. So are we going in this discussion saying that the people are equally weighted? We're agnostic yeah, as to that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's say they're equally weighted. Like, let's say it's the three of us because we're the best of friends now. Oh, my God. I love you, and- Billy, so much. <laughs> it's going to be my bachelor party. Dave's about to get married. <laughs> God forbid. Same weekend. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but- and I kind of, I just think you could, you could. <laughs> You could, you know, arguably you're blue in the face, but like, what is the, what's the, what's going to be more fun and what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what, so what if, what if the, 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 so I'm invited to your bachelor party, Billy, is that how it's, it's going down? Oh yeah. I'm going Jack and Jill. All right. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) Let me set the stage for the first, for the bachelor party. All right. Hey, welcome everybody to the golden banana. And I understand (laughs) it's a special day for Billy today. Yeah. He finally turns in his amateur status and goes pro. Now, of course, we got Candy on stage number three, but don't forget about Vixen on stage number two. And remember, the buffet is only $7.99 tonight. Enjoy it, and thank you for your stay at the Golden Banana. Thank you. Should we talk about how easily that came to him? Yeah, it's, okay. it's kind <laughs> I of... Know, yeah, his strip club DJ is just... Right, a, I think that... Did you used to do that? <laughs> no. Although I bet, the, that's a, I bet there was the pretty good. Game. I bet there was pretty good money in that. Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to do my wedding singer because um, too easy. You know. Okay. All right. So so like, so before we let you go, Billy, because we are you you have put us into the octagon and we will battle to the death. And two men into one man leaf. That's that's right, Thunderdome man. Hey, uh, with you all the way. Um, what would what would you say if forced to choose? Yeah, and this is not for you to influence us. We just want we just want your thoughts. Forced to choose. What's I think your you, you know what would probably go down to is going to be, I think location. Mm-hmm. Just say the old adage: location, location, location. If one is say the bachelor party's Vegas, and the weddings at the Adams Inn in Quincy, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I might go to Vegas. Yeah. But if the say the or or it could be the other way. If the location wedding is, you know, St. Lucia. But the bachelor party is at Foxwoods. I might just go to. It's a the good bachelor. answer. It's a good answer. I really, I hate to, I hate to not give you an answer, but I'm. No, that's I'm an answer. Most, I hadn't even thought about location, but that's that's valid. You know, yeah, there's. I think you're going to get deep into. I think the factors are what's going to be, and then it's maybe it's going to come down to you have to really look at this person, and uh, you're going to see if they've wronged you in the past. Can you justify? <laughs> their wedding? You know, you got to get really. Yeah, because it's. Because it's going to swing back to you. Because it may, it very well may swing back to you if you decline. You reminded me of uh, a story that is. Uh, I was told the most epic bachelor party that w- was ever, and I wasn't there. So this is a friend of mine. But it was that you said um, location. This one was Dominican Republic. So uh, my boy and a bunch of his boys, they get the invite, come to so and so's bachelor ba- bachelor party, and they go and they and it's so it's obviously it's a bunch of dudes. They get off the plane, and this guy has set it up, you know, um, no, what's that expression that means everything's top-notch? No expenses spared, is that yes, it? Yes, no it go? expense spared. No expense spared, thank you. Yep. And so they're on this, like, the limo, and they get taken out to, who knows, the, to some private resort in DR, but on the way... They stop at this bar and it's like, we're going to stop here, guys. And we got we got drinks lined up for us. It's just our first stop. They go, they, they, they're drinking it up at this bar. Everyone's having a blast. And there are a bunch of women in this bar, too. The women all of a sudden start cozying up 
to the men. This is sort of a not a story, but I washed my hands of it. I wasn't involved. I'm just saying. But um, but so, and finally, one dude looks at the other dude and goes, "You know what? I I just added up for me." there aren't this many women who are typically interested in all of us. And so mm. sh- sure enough, the women, there was an arrangement for the women to be there before. They were professionals. They were professionals. Mm-hmm. And, and as far as I know, legal in their country. And, and they went and then, but the funny, the end of the story was the women accompanied these men to this private uh, resort or, or house or whatever they had rented. And the next morning they were all sitting around and, um, Someone said, you know, all those uh, women, they were super nice. We had such a good time. But the one woman, she was kind of like a crank. She was kind of being, a, you know, kind of jerky the whole night. And this guy walks over and he goes, oh, we got rid of her. We sent her back. There's someone else showing up in a few minutes. So, so, so. That's very Now, I've never been to a bachelor party like that, but it sounds like it was carefully right. arranged. All right. I need to tell a bachelorette story then. Okay, go ahead. So I got invited to one of my, I'm a professor in one other part of my life. And one of my first students. She's a professor that I ever had um, that we became really good friends and she invited me to her bachelorette party and I was a good maybe 10, 15, maybe even more years older than them. I can't really remember. And I thought, oh, I'm going to be so out of touch with them. Now, is is this person uh, 21, 22? Obviously. So at the time she was probably, I think she was about 24. Okay. And I was maybe 40 something at the time. Okay. So I was like, oh, I have to go because she means so much to me, but I'm really too old for bachelorette parties. So we go and she's got one of those terrible lists of like things to check off for the bachelor. She's got to dance with a bald guy. Oh, she's got a, hunt. right, like a scavenger hunt, right? It's a scavenger yeah. hunt. And I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. So of course, they're all these like early 20 year olds and they're like, oh, we can't ask a stranger. And I'm like, dude, come here. You're going to dance with her? So like everything right. on the list, I kept checking off. And then one of the last things now, on the list. Now, wait a minute. You you have no shame. Well, no, I have no, I have no scruples, scruples, no shame, no, no, I don't no know, anything. I don't know if that's a function of age or not. but I, I think it is. Okay, it's maybe. a, like, I don't give a frig right. anymore. Yes. So the last part of it was, I don't yep. give a fuck. So we were on a booze cruise, which I was like, I, I couldn't hate this more. But here we are. And the last thing on our list was get a guy's boxer shorts. Okay. And so they're trying to figure out how to do that. And they keep saying like, can we just have your boxer shorts? Which of course is not the way to get a guy's boxer shorts. So there was a guy there in cargo shorts and he said, if you can get them off me, you can have them. Good Lord. And I said, this is a job for me. (laughs) So I thought you were going to say, this is a bad idea. No, no, no. A bunch in his cargo pants. Right. So I basically, well, they were wide leg shorts. So I thought I can do this. I just applied sort of the taking the bra off under a shirt thing. And I reached up one pant leg and I pulled it down. I made him stick his foot out from under it. Then I did that on the other side. And then like a magic trick, I pulled them out. That's what she said. Uh, I don't, yes. No, I don't think this is, this isn't physically, this isn't oh, it, physically so, possible. I'll no, show you. I swear to God, it's physically like, possible. Don't show me now. It's physically possible. Like satin, satin boxer shorts with a lot of stretch. Uh, they had a lot of stretch and he was wearing wide leg cargo pants and, and no, it doesn't. This is just I'm, a matter of physics. No, it, 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 it you reach up go, one leg, right? You pull the band down. I could they see step it. out of it. You do the same thing on the other side. Now, neither of their legs are in the boxer shorts. They're just in the shorts. Right. So you grab the boxer shorts and you yank them like the tablecloth out from, right. and they come out. I I'm, I will show you. I am. I will show you. I swear I, to God, I, I can have people testify. I did you this. should teach a course on this. Right. Yes. So, that is, that is, Mark. 
Wait, so, wait, Billy. The, okay, so you're a, a male of the male species like me. Mm-hmm. Would you have... Are you with her? Do you understand how this would actually physically work? It's like taking your bra off under your shirt. You pull your arm So I think that depending on how loose these the pants were, yeah, they were very loose. He was wearing like he was a tool, so he had big cargo shorts. So I could reach up. Yeah, so obviously this is 1992 when cargo shorts were worn by everybody. (laughs) Right, it was way past the time of cargo shorts. So I think if you pulled it down, Dave, you're gonna look at it from the, the hip. Okay. Yeah. The hip comes down and From then the you side. step on that, right? I so guess now it's, so. Yeah. You know what you need because it's, I'm a bit taller. So for me, I think it, it this guy must have been short legs. Was he, about four foot five, <laughs> four foot six. He was probably five, six, I'm going to say. Oh, he so, was yeah, not I think, tall. I yeah, think okay. uh, you got to find a short guy to yeah. do it because I you're going to have a little bit of. And at no, at no point were uh, the family jewels exposed. Oh, God, no. Ew. No. No. no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, if no. you, this is a, this no, is a shorts, delicate maneuver. his shorts stayed on. Okay. I pulled them out like a magic trick, and then people wore them on the head for the rest of the booze cruise. But. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. He's my, like, my, some, some chick got my underwear, but that was about it. Yeah, and he got nothing <laughs> yeah, in return. Like, there was no exchange. She's like, why do you not have underwear on? He's like, you know what? That guy's probably divorced right now <laughs> and in ruins because of a yeah. amateur bachelor party. Sorry, he, not sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I, I became a hero in the group of 20-year-olds because I managed to do that. And I thought. But that you is, know, that's what age will bring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technique. I've been. I was actually the victim of a, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party scavenger hunt in Chicago. Mm. Uh, they did not want my uh, my boxer shorts, but they said we need to take a picture of you doing push-ups with the bride on your back. Okay, and it was nice. dance was innocent enough, but yeah. I did it, yeah. and because I did that, the security guard, the bouncer of the play, was called. Uh, it was at the Wit Hotel called Rooftop or Roof. They kicked me out. Ooh. So I helped. I helped some a bachelor a bachelorette party, and I was kicked out of the out of the bar. That's that's. Yeah. I feel like men are well, very much a victim of the scavenger. Well, we list. do, and every yeah. man has a story about getting unfairly kicked out of of some place <laughs> like that. We we I actually for my my buddy uh, OC's bachelor party. We went to Fenway Park. We went to so this. There's nothing more like innocent than that. I mean, we got drunk, but nevertheless, and we're in the bleachers. We're having a great time, and we had prepared a sign. We we took a sheet and some spray paint, and it said we, the 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 sign, which I thought was relatively clever, said it's OC's bachelor party, but we're keeping our socks on. S O X socks, red socks, right? It's fine. Everyone has a good time. We unveiled the sign within minutes. Security is like grabbing the sign. Running, running, like escorting us out. I'm like, you can't like, uh, I watch the Red Sox on TV. Everyone's putting up signs all the time. They're like, no, sir. It's a rule. I'm like, what? what? Uh, yeah, exactly. So what the hell, man? That's a blue <laughs> law. That's, that's, that's just when, you know, you just, you just, you're, you I think decide to enforce it that one day. Yeah, exactly. I think there's plenty of times you probably should be kicked out and aren't. So I'm going to guess it even. You then. know what? That's a good point. Yeah. It does even. Okay. Yeah. So should we discuss? Yes. So we'll, we'll bid farewell to Billy. Fantastic question. Fantastic drink, Billy. Yes. I don't care what D says. <laughs> oh, come on. You're too kind, everybody. Come on. And, sit down. And by- <laughs> well, standing well, they, ovation. They I mean, come, everyone's this, too kind. Come this on. This is all. This is it. Don't pick me up on your shoulders. Don't know. Come on. Don't walk me around the room. Oh, come on, guys. For the time being, all we got left is sound effects, Billy. Is you? So, um, again, uh, thank you, uh, Billy Cox. And when we all go back to normal life, let's all go watch some improv comedy at the Improv Asylum. So, thank you yes. so much, Billy. Guys, thank you. I can't wait to listen and hear uh, who won this contest. All right. Yeah, I, we'll I, talk I, to you later. Spoiler That's alert. I win. Oh, yeah. please. <laughs> Goodbye. See you, Billy.
All right. So um, before we get to the issue at hand, mm -hmm. I'll see if I can get through a live read after all this tequila. <laughs> D? This is good. It's good. Oh, yeah. now you're warming up to I it. Am, wow. All right. I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. And I give you credit for being mm -hmm. brave. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you get to try things that you think you won't like. Yes. Um, for instance, if you don't think you should have a podcast, maybe you should. You see what I did there? Segway. I see. I see that. Uh, well, at pod617.com, we can produce your podcast. We'll send out a quality USB mic right to your home. You can start producing right now. We've been doing remote podcasts for a while. So this remote thing, this Zoom thing or other platforms we use, it's not new to us. You have an audience. It's a captive audience, as a matter of fact. And you want to reach your audience, clients, contacts. You're a professional. You're a business owner. Really, anyone who wants to reach the people that you need to reach will produce a podcast for you. Soup to nuts, start to finish. Go to pod617.com to get started. We have all kinds of deals running because of the quarantine. And to that end, by the way, if you'd like to be a host, if you'd like to be a host, I already told you what to do. If you'd like, to, I almost made it through without mm -hmm. flubbing words, mm -hmm. D, but uh, not quite. You came close. If you'd like to be a guest on this podcast and promote your business, that one is on the house, folks. If you want to tell us about how your restaurant business or whatever it happens to be is still trekking along in the midst of this quarantine, we'd like to help you promote it for free. That's right. No strings attached. Email me, david at pod617.com. Boston Podcast Network, in pod, we trust. Do you like that in pod, we trust? I came up with Not it myself. Really. It sounds like a um, uh -huh. cocoon, yeah. like we're all in a pod. We just had uh, improv comic on. What did he say? Yes, <laughs> yes and. and. Do I like that? Yes, yes and, Dave. And. Yes, yes, I love that. And. You, and I, yeah. I would have come up with a better I, one. <laughs> right. I definitely would have. That's okay. okay. That's all right. So, batch, bachelor, bachelor, slash bachelor party versus wedding. I'm going to let you go first unless okay. you want me to go so first. So we're right, saying that the people are equally weighted, right? Yeah, it's the same. You you could, in theory, say it's it's literally the same person. It's right. my friend Bill or my friend Sally, and it happens to be the same day. Right, people who are yeah. friends who are okay. of, of equal friendship or whatever, you, however you want. Yeah. So I'm selfish, right? And I think no. I... Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like at my age, I've been to a lot of baby showers, wedding showers, bachelorette parties, wedding. So I'm not going to think about the person whose event it is. I'm going to think about what's most fun for me. Okay. So do selfish. I think the bride, right. yeah, selfish, just unequivocally yep. selfish. Mm -hmm. So, you know, time is short. I'm going to die someday. So I'm going to spend my time the way I want to. So if... I think the wedding dress is going to be worth a look and the reception is going to be fantastic. Wait, I, you're saying the wedding dress, you're moved by someone. Oh, yeah, I, I like the visual. So my favorite part okay. about the wedding yeah. is it's twofold. So okay. I first like to see what the bride looks like because I think this is a moment in the bride's life where they're spending lots of money and they're literally picking what they think they look the best in. So I'm always interested in what that is and mm. how often they get it right and how often they get it horribly wrong. My second favorite thing mm -hmm. is to look at the groom's face when he first sees the bride. Mm -hmm. I feel like that predicts- It's a moment. The, well, I think it predicts the whole marriage. Oh, like, boy. is he just moved to tears and can't believe it or does he not give a crap? Yeah. In which case, yeah, we're talking, you know, an, only a matter of time. So, you know, I agree with you. If I may, interject, yeah, go ahead. don't lose your train of thought. But um, as with anything, it comes back to television for me. So I'll use an example from television and it's just a comedy. So it's the the T, but my son and I's favorite show, The, the Office. Mm -hmm. There's a moment where Pam and Jim are having this discussion and it happens to be about Pam's parents who are having trouble. They're actually thinking about splitting up. Mm -hmm. And 
what it came down to was, and it was Jim that interjected, you don't need all the inf- information. Yes. The point is that Jim had said to the, the dad, I know that Pam is the one because every time she walks into a, a room, I get excited. It makes me, it gives me a warm feeling in my heart or whatever. And the dad decided he had never actually had that. And so it hurts. And and Mm -hmm. so, but, but we go through life and sometimes, you know, young people, they go into relationships sort of because they think they should, they think this is the path I'm supposed to follow. And they never actually have that. No, they marry the person they're dating at the time that everybody gets married. That's right. Which is very different. Yeah. So like, do I think I'm going to see an exceptional moment do I think I'm going to yeah. share in the celebration of something amazing? If that's not the case, <laughs> yeah. And I think the bachelorette party might be more fun. fun. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to go for selfishly. I've bought a lot of gifts. I've gone to a lot of events. I don't want to go to something that I don't feel like being at anymore. All right. Well, I will disagree. Okay. Well, I, I would choose differently. I should okay. say because I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I've been to uh, many of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's interesting because maybe in a weird way you would think of a bachelor party with men who are kings of debauchery and yes. want to do all these things. That sort of thing never really lives up to, I think, what it should. I'm not. I, I mean, uh, you know, I'm. I can be a scoundrel. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, D. That um, firsthand. <laughs> so, um, and that's third drink. However, talking. that's third drink talk. However, um. The bachelor party thing is one of the, the strip club thing. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. So um, now nah, I'm not going to play the Motley Crue song again. I was thinking <laughs> about it. But um, but anyway, it's that weird dynamic that uh, when you go into a strip club, the women could be beautiful. They And obviously they are in states of undress. And how could we not like that as but men? But they hate you. That's just it. And I, I'm, I don't want to sit like here and women. say. They like women. They like women. Probably more. Yeah, It's it, really fun for a woman to go to a strip club. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, a strip club, not 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 one of the. Um, we're not talking the the what do you call them? The guys from Australia, the Thunder from Down Under, Chippendales. No, no, no. I mean, that. for a girl to go to yes, a, a yes. women's strip club, they'll get way more attention and way more fun. So I can imagine it at it's, our age, it would lose its luster. It really is as simple as Tim Allen, not the greatest comic in the world, but he put it well. He put he said going to a strip club is like going to. A, the the most um, superior steak restaurant, steak joint in the place, and they say we make these amazing steaks, and but you can't eat them. You can look right. at them though, you can smell them, and if you give me twenty bucks, I'll put it on your lap, but you still can't eat it. And maybe thing, you can lick it. You might, no, you can't you even. Might lick, be able you, to. Lick you might it. get thrown out if you lick well, it. Well, I'm telling you, girls get to lick it. <laughs> I, ooh, I can't believe I said that. Saving I just that mean, you know. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. I got two different. That's what she said. Okay. Um, but the point is, it's it's and it's not even that. It's not even that. You know, we can't do. You, you can't in Vegas. Uh, strippers will like sit on your lap and be aggressive. Nevertheless, there's a look in their eyes. It is. It there's this dead look in their they eyes. They are work. They're working. They're right. working. It's stupid. It's invented. And right. so the reason why I would always pick a wedding is. They are some of the best parties I have ever been to. And whether I'm there with my significant other or whether I'm there solo, there are a bunch of people there that know each other of of both genders mm-hmm. that are there to have a great time. And I'm a sucker for the stupid, maybe not YMCA, but the fun songs at the end, you know, yeah. and, and, you know. So that's so funny because I would have ahead. thought that a guy would have gone straight for the bachelor party, but I'm realizing now 
I think that's an age thing for sure that, you know, when you've been to a bunch of them, what do you choose? So a female bachelorette party does not have the same feel. as right. Like it might right. be typically if I'm planning a friend's bachelorette party, I'm planning it around all of the things that they love. They like wine. We're going to a, a vineyard yeah. and they like spas. We're going to a spa where, so to me, that is so personal and so much about the person that right. I feel like I'm really celebrating them. Where the wedding always feels like it's a, a grouping of everybody's wishes and desires. Well, that and I completely hear you. And if all bachelor parties, I kind of went to the dark side of the bachelor parties. No, which but is I what, think with, you're right. There, most of them for. are. It's yeah. what they're known for. It's yeah. almost expected. But mm -hmm. actually, there've been a couple of bachelor parties I went to where the groom said, I, "You know, I don't want." Um, I don't want strippers. And I seriously, I, I'm not kidding. I don't want strippers. I don't want any of that business. And I've done things where I've created like drinking games and other things. And and sometimes even like um, skits and stuff mm -hmm. like to, which, which sounds silly, but just fun stuff to get everybody talking and telling yeah. stories. And sometimes, and those are the best moments of the bachelor party. So um, and we have a zone of agreement here, I think. So, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm I'm starting to realize at this point in my life I might not be invited to the next bachelor party I get invited to might be my sons like I can't like I can't Ooh, <laughs> I don't know I can't awkward. even imagine yeah yeah <laughs> well, I don't know you might have another one in your life you never know my Ooh, my personal can I one plan yes it? you if I get married again oh my god I'm you can planning, plan my, my bachelor party your bachelor that's party. another interesting question though are you allowed to be a man over fifty as I am are you allowed to have a bachelor party I if think you get it married? depends on what kind it is okay and I think it depends on who's planning it I think if your female friend is planning it you are all in you are popping out of the cake though right uh, yeah come on <laughs> I'm holding it all right I'm in <laughs> there'll be pictures. <laughs> Wow, that took a turn, everybody, didn't it? <laughs> Third, no. drink Third drink podcast. You know what? I think we acquitted ourselves pretty well. Yes. You, we, we did not, no one is stumbling Nobody's or falling. Nobody's throwing up not, through their no? nose. You're, you're, no. <laughs> the nose survived. Yes. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, we didn't rate what it. What do you give the So this is called the three, two, one. I'm going to give it a five. I figured. Yeah. You but might even I'm be generous. I'm surprised. No, I think it's a, it's a solid five. Okay. I'm going to give it a seven. I right. was impressed, but you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what she <laughs> And it all comes full circle. It does. Thank you, Dee. This was a successful main voyage of our first block of I'm podcasts, thrilled. Right? I'm really thrilled. So tune in every Thursday cheers. for Cheers to You, Spirited yeah. Conversation with yeah. Dave and Dee. And thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. Please share it with a friend if you dig it. If you're slightly horrified, then just share for that reason. It's like a train wreck. Oh, my God. You have to listen to you this. You can't look away. You can't look away. So share with a friend and, and show them the carnage and the ridiculousness that we have created here. Go to pod617.com if you want your own podcast. And I guess that's about it. On behalf of D, this is Dave saying, I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston... You must be the other guy. Enjoy the day. Go pour yourself a 3-2-1. It's not coming out of your nose, is it? Good. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good.